This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. Welcome to Engadget Tomorrow. I'm Imran Sheikh, and this is where you get to hear about tomorrow today. Today we're talking about how AI could help local newsrooms remain afloat in a sea of misinformation, and Sarah Silverman suing OpenAI and Meta over copyright infringement. Let's start in the newsroom. It didn't take long for the downsides of a generative AI-empowered newsroom to make themselves obvious between CNET's secret chatbot reviews editor last November and BuzzFeed's subsequent mass layoffs of human staff in favor of AI-generated content creators. The specter of being replaced by a good-enough AI looms large in many a journalist's mind these days, with as many as a third of the nation's newsrooms expected to shudder by the middle of the decade. But AI doesn't necessarily have to be an existential threat to the field. Six research teams at NYU Media Lab's AI and local news initiative Demo Day in late June demonstrated that AI may also be the key to foundationally transforming the way local news is gathered and produced. Now it's in its second year, and the initiative is tasked with helping local news organizations to harness the power of artificial intelligence to drive success. It's backed as part of a larger $3 million grant from the Knight Foundation that's funding four programs like this in partnership with the Associated Press, Brown Institute's Local News Lab, NYC Media Lab, and the partnership on AI. NYU's Tandon's News Service reported this year's cohort included a mix of teams from academia and private industry coming together over the course of the 12-week development course to build AI applications for local news to empower journalists, support the sustainability of news organizations, and provide quality information for local news audiences. Community and project lead for the initiative, Matt McVeigh, told us there's value in being able to bring together people who are working on these problems from a lot of different angles, and that's what we've tried to facilitate. He also told us it also creates an opportunity because if these news organizations that are out there doing work are able to keep communicating their value and maintain trust with their readers, I think we could get an information ecosystem where a trusted news source becomes even more valued when it becomes easier for anyone to make low-quality AI-generated content. The six teams include Bangla AI, which is developing a web platform that surfaces and translates relevant news stories into the Bengali language for journalists and New York City's sizable Bangladeshi immigrant community. 
Bangla team member MD Ashraful Goni told reporters during the demo day more than 200,000 illegal Bangladeshi immigrants live in the United States, half of them in New York City. Only half of the population are fluent in English, depriving the other half of easy access to the day's news through mainstream media outlets like the New York Times or the Associated Press. Bangla AI will search for information relevant to the people of the Bengali community that has been published in mainstream media. Then it will translate for them. So when journalists use Bangla AI, they will see the information in Bengali rather than in English. The system will also generate summaries of mainstream media posts, both in English and Bengali, freeing up local journalists to cover more important news than rewriting wire copy. On the audio side, New York Public Radio, WNYC's team, spent its time developing and prototyping a speech-to-text model that will generate real-time captioning and transcription for its live broadcasts. WNYC is the largest public media station in New York, reaching 2 million visitors monthly through its news website. WNYC team member Sam Guzik said our live broadcast doesn't have a meaningful entry point right now for deaf or hard of hearing audiences. So what we really want to think about as we're looking to the future is how can we make our audio more accessible to those folks who can't hear? Utilizing AI to perform the speech-to-text transformation alleviates one of the biggest sticking points of modern closed captioning, that it's expensive and resource-intensive to turn around quickly when you have humans do it. Speech-to-text models are relatively low-cost, Guzik continued. They can operate at scale, and they support an API-driven architecture that would tie into our experiences. The result is a proof-of-concept audio player for the WNYC website that generates accurate closed captioning of whatever clip is currently being played. The system can go a step further by summarizing the contents of that clip in a few bullet points simply by clicking a button on the audio player. Guzik said, This is a meaningful improvement, both for folks who can't hear, but also for folks who are just not in the space where they can listen. And this is a really great tool if you're in a place where you don't have headphones and you want to follow along with what's being said. On the back end, Noble Media has developed an ad tech product that allows programmatic advertisers to reach publishers' content in service of smaller audiences that can be targeted by geography or demography, while the Graham Media Group created an automated natural language text prompter to nudge the comments section of local news articles closer towards civility. GMG team member Dustin Block said the comment bot posts the first comment on stories to guide conversations and hopefully grow participation and drive users deeper into our engagement funnels. This solves two significant challenges that human comment moderation faces, preventing the loudest voices from dominating the discussion and providing form and structure to the conversation, he explained. He continued, the bot scans and understands news articles using the GPT 3.5 Turbo API. It generates thought-provoking starters, and then it encourages discussions. It's crafted to be friendly. AI is on the other end of a not-so-friendly lawsuit from comedian Sarah Silverman. 
Sarah Silverman is suing OpenAI specifically. On Friday, July 7th, the comedian and author and novelist Christopher Golden and Richard Cadry filed a pair of complaints against OpenAI and Meta. The group alleges the firms train their large language models on copyrighted materials, including works they published, without obtaining consent. The complaint center around the datasets OpenAI and Meta allegedly used to train ChatGPT and Llama. In the case of OpenAI, while its Books 1 dataset conforms approximately to the size of Project Gutenberg, a well-known copyright-free book repository, lawyers for the plaintiffs argue that the Books 2 dataset is too large to have derived from anywhere other than so-called shadow libraries of illegally available copyrighted material, such as Library Genesis and Sci-Hub. Everyday pirates can access these materials through direct downloads, but perhaps more usefully for those generating large language models, many shadow libraries also make written material available in bulk torrent packages. One exhibit from Silverman's lawsuit involves an exchange between the comedian's lawyers and ChatGPT. Silverman's legal team asked the chatbot to summarize The Bedwetter, a memoir she published in 2010. The chatbot was not only able to outline entire parts of the book, but some passages it relayed appear to have been reproduced verbatim. Silverman, Golden, and Kadri aren't the first authors to sue OpenAI over copyright infringement. In fact, the firm faces a host of legal challenges over how it went about training ChatGPT. In June alone, the company was served with two separate complaints. One is a sweeping class action suit that alleges OpenAI violated federal and state privacy laws by scraping data to train the large language models behind ChatGPT and Dolly. Thanks for listening to the show. Make sure to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Today's show featured journalism by Engadget contributors Andrew Tarantola and Igor Bonifacic and was produced by Spoken Layer. I'm Iran Sheikh, and we'll talk more tomorrow. Spoken Layer. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.